Hey everyone, my name is Frank the Tank Keller. I am a voice actor and Twitch streamer. And I am Ryan. I, uh, you may know me online as CraigCry7. I am also a Twitch streamer. And this is Bestest Buddies Talk, a show where Ryan and I talk about anything from anime to video games and anything in between. So yeah, today we're going to be going over episodes two and three of everybody's favorite show, Dragon Ball. Now I know what you're thinking. Why are you doing two episodes? Episodes two is my favorite. It's no, my favorite nobody's episode. thinking that. Nobody's thinking that. <laughs> don't, don't act like somebody's thinking that. Nobody's favorite episode is episode two. <sighs> so yeah, we're doing two and three today just because there's not a whole lot of meat to two. And spending a whole hour talking about episode two would just be... There'd be a lot of filler in that, much like episode two. Hey, so much filler in episode two. <laughs> I see. Much like we uh, actually, you know, before we get into that, how's it going, Craig? How have you been you know, this week? Not, not bad. I, I'm having a good week. Uh, weird for you to call me Craig. On yeah, the your name's Ryan, not Ryan. Jeez. Um, <laughs> force a habit, I suppose. Force a habit. Um, yeah, you know, not bad. Uh, I'm still kind of getting over the COVID. Right? Oh, fun. So the cough is still sticking around, but everything else is kind of gone at this point. That's good. I'm glad you're feeling better. How about you? Do anything <laughs> yeah, you know. fun and exciting this week? Uh, you know, I uh, I did a did some bestest buddies gaming with you the other day, so that was exciting. Where where on earth could you have done that? Well, you know, I did that at twitch.tv uh, slash Frank the Tank Keller, uh, and you did it at what twitch.tv slash Craig Price. Yeah, perfect. There you go. Yeah, you can find us there. We do we do a uh, bestest buddies gaming what every Saturday is the plan. Every now? Saturday, that's the idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I rec- see rec- how rec- long we stick to that. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for you. 52 episodes this year. <laughs> well, we already can't do that because we missed a week. I we do 51 episodes this year. <laughs> we'll throw in a bonus somewhere for people. <laughs> do, like a one, do like a couple on like a random Wednesday when you perfect. have time off just to just to make up the numbers. <clears throat> It'll be perfect. But no, other than that, I've been doing pretty good. Just working, keeping busy. Uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much all I got. So let's uh, let's just jump right into this, shall we? Boom. So, all right. So yeah, back into that intro, you know, I didn't skip it this time. Like I know I said, I was going to probably skip it. I definitely skipped it episode three, just because, you know, I watched two and then three back to back. But yeah, that, that intro is like two minutes long. Yeah. I timed it out. I uh, looked at the timestamp at the bottom after the intro and the recap, you're two minutes and 37 seconds into the episode. Out of like what? A 24 minutes. <laughs> uh, it is actually, it is 18 minutes and 53 seconds. No, uh, 20 minutes and 53 seconds. Oh, geez. Oh, yes. That's the intro and then outro. outro. And you're cutting that. You cut out those. Just the episode portion itself is about 20 minutes. Jeez. Can't get away with that shit these days. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that still still a fucking like it's a fire song. I love it, but yeah, too long. It's a it's a great song, and like it would be very easy. So like in Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, and uh, Dragon Ball GT, they would still have great songs, but they would cut out of like a forty second sliver of the song that worked perfectly to get them like you get a hook, you get half a verse, you get the last hook that fades into the episode. They they figured it out after Dragon Ball, but Dragon Ball they're like adds ah, two and a half minute song. We're just gonna let it play. Shit, just go, just go, <laughs> just run with it. You know, uh, we gotta kill time. We can't have too much Emperor Pilaf filler in this. <laughs> um, fun little fact: the owl that shows up first in the uh, opening is wearing a hat, right? Yes. Uh, fun fact: we don't know who this character is yet, but that that is actually Oolong's hat. 
So are we to believe that this owl is Oolong? I mean, it very well could be, as we'll find out in, yeah, I think, episode four and five. We'll, or we'll four talk five. more about Oolong next week. I yeah, think. yeah. But, it uh, should be next week. But yeah, because yeah, the next episode is Oolong the Terrible. Okay, perfect. I will make a note to bring that back up next week. Uh, we'll talk more about <laughs> Oolong next week. But he has a certain power that would allow us to believe that that owl could, in fact, be Oolong. Which is very, very interesting. And then, yeah, they are, uh, they're just riding their bike from the last episode after... Bulma, you know, pissed herself. <laughs> that, that is the last thing we saw. Bulma pissed herself. Yep. Uh, so the the fact that she's pulling capsules out and just is able to, like the size difference for the capsules kill is is, is fascinating. Right? I, I would imagine it's necessary, right? Like bigger objects, you can't capsulize them as easily. Yeah. I think that's the assumption we're supposed to have because the house is like a massive capsule compared to like the bikes, which are like little capsules. Yeah, like the uh, the house is like the size of two regular capsules tall and like two wide. So it's like wide. a massive it's capsule. like a big capsule. Yeah. And the, the explosion that comes out from that house being just tossed out is huge. And then Goku's reaction to that house being put out there, by the way, completely fair. I would I would have a similar reaction. I wouldn't think it was a monster. I will yeah. say that. I would not think it was a monster, but like the reaction in general of like, what the fuck did you holy shit? What the fuck is going on? That'd be my reaction to somebody making a house out of a capsule. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean to be fair, it would it be that shocking? We did see her pull a bike out of one last no, episode. A house would be more shocking. Fair enough. Fair enough. It, um, it's a whole friggin' house filled with running water, electricity. Uh, a, a stove that works either a, an electrical stove or a w- whatever it's a working stove that inside of that capsule is a house with utilities That's crazy she never plugged that thing into no damn water main <laughs> you guys you guys can't see this because it's audio <laughs> format but Frank just had a face that had a realization there Jesus where does where, where did the electricity come from? Go? Yeah, where, where did the electricity the water come, from? come from? Is there like a spare room in that house line? that like has like a generator running? How did she get the water then? Is it like a water tank in like in a spare room? There's like, the, it's there, like bubbles, there right? to, the amount of they both shower. She brushes her teeth. That's a lot of water going on there. And I did not. They, and makes I coffee. Did, I did not see a water tank in this episode, and we see a 360 of the house. You know, fair enough. Come on, Akira Toriyama. Get your shit together. <laughs> this was in the 80s, but get your shit together. Listen, I expect realism <laughs> in my Dragon Ball, damn it. We've seen talking you can, pterodactyls. You can I take want your realism. house out of your capsule all you want, but I need to know how you get the water. <laughs> These are the questions I ask. A uh, fun little... Uh, like a thing that should happen with that capsule with the capsules um there should be two missing by the time she pulls it out unless she has multiple capsule cases fair capsule case one capsule case holds your house and all your house supplies one capsule case holds your vehicles she's very obscenely rich she is the inventor of capsule corp i thought she was the daughter is the inventor daughter of the inventor of capsule corp all right, all right. This person is probably the richest person on earth. 
She invented a system where you can carry a house in your pocket. You know what? Fair enough. Fine. Those fine. people are very ruined rich. my ruined me saying that a carry. No, 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 no. I thought that through. <laughs> I still don't have an answer for the water, but I have an answer for the capsules. <laughs> All right, and uh, yeah, so just a lot of lot of lot of a uh, lot of filler in this episode. Not a lot going on, but the the TV bit when they first walk into the house, it does make me laugh. Like, uh, like Goku just walks up to the TV, and then she just turns it on, and it's like blaring rock music. That that was funny. That <laughs> part of it was funny. Goku being freaked the frig out by the TV, <laughs> and then like trying to help the guy who's stuck inside. He's, going, he's making awful noises to try to get out. <laughs> that was good. It was good. It was funny. that was clever. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I, I enjoyed the music. I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed that little guitar. Riff uh, you know, it's like. my kind. It's my kind of music. It was but good. I, it was I good. could. I. I mean, I also understand that it's not everybody's kind of music. So, yeah. I, I'm a butt rock fan. So you know, throw throw on some butt rock. I'm gonna be there for it. <laughs> butt rock. <laughs> get, get I'm an adult. Some, get me some like Limp Bizkit, and uh, I'll be all over that shit. <laughs> And then yeah, Bulma changes the channel from like the music, from like the like the Super Saiyan esque hair music, to like a daytime soap, you know, at nighttime. <laughs> Maybe it's recorded. Who knows? I mean, to be fair, I guess there there was no antenna on top of the house either. So how's she getting live TV? I mean, okay, now hold on. <laughs> you're you're telling me that the most unbelievable part of this is that house doesn't have some way to grab radio and television signals yes <laughs> we're again this house came out of a capsule about yay big and you don't believe they invented some way for it to get tv signals without bunny ears nope <laughs> <sighs> Bulma shows her thirst in this episode yet again. Yeah, Bulma's very unlikable, huh? Yeah, she's not exactly like, that. Her her character right now is I am horny and loud, mostly horny. Um, she yeah. So in in the first episode, I kind of praised the dynamic between Goku and Bulma and how they work well together, and you can see how Bulma's going to evolve as a character. And to be fair, she does. Right, Bulma, as we go on, is going to become a more likable character, a better character. But man, she starts off as like not even like this is a good character because she's supposed to be unlikable and I don't like her. This thing is shallow. There is nothing there. Is and the problem is Goku's not a very dynamic character either. Yeah, they're so very... all of our characters right now are very boring. Yeah, very like one dimensional. It's like, yeah, this is who I am. I say what I am. I am exactly as I am. There is no layers. I am not an onion. I am not an ogre. I am not Shrek. I am what I am. <laughs> and shockingly enough to Dragon Ball Z fans, there's a character who's going to be introduced in a few episodes who's going to save this goddamn show. And if you have not watched Dragon Ball and just know Dragon Ball Z, the character who I say will shock the piss out of you. <laughs> Be excited. Come back in a few weeks. <laughs> Come back in, <laughs> I think, two because we're going to, I think we're going to do two episodes again next week. Yeah, probably. <laughs> right. So I think two weeks from now, come back and you'll be introduced to that character. And you, again, shock the piss out of you. Um, this is a cliffhanger here. Cliffhangers hanging from the cliff. Yeah. Uh, 
honestly, it again, this is only for people who have never seen Dragon Ball. I could give you legitimately five guesses at the Z character, at the Z force. And remember, there's only like eight of them. And you would name every one except the right one. Um, let's see. <laughs> we'll figure this out next. <laughs> Trying to guess it without saying anything. Uh, um, like honestly, like uh, like yeah, Bulma's not a super likable character, but but right now, like she's honestly doing a really good job looking after Goku. Like she's feeding she has him, shot him already once, and yeah, he survived. She's going to shoot him again very soon. Yes, but he's alive. So he's alive, but other than, you know, trying to murder him with a gun in a car and her grating voice, she is looking after him. She's feeding him. She actually takes him through and like gives him a bath, not entirely selflessly because she doesn't want him to stink up the house because he smells like he's been out in the cabins in the middle of the woods for 11 years. 11 years. <laughs> but still, it's it's a nice gesture of her. It's something... It's like the first little bit of selflessness that you see from her, even though it's not complete. It's not, it's it's not not completely. It's she's still willing to do it for him. She doesn't just take him and throw him in there for herself. She, she never once gave a shit if Goku smelled good or bad until it affected her. But still, it's nice to see her taking care of somebody other than herself. <laughs> Debatable, but sure. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, let's see here. There's an Arale picture from Dr. Slump hanging up on the wall. No, we're not going to talk about Arale. We're not going to talk so, about Arale. We're just going to move on from Arale. <laughs> I don't want to be more mad at this episode than I already am. Arale sucks. Arale's <laughs> never been in anything good. That includes Dr. Slump. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> Bulma is a lot more powerful than we we give her credit for. I mean, when Goku takes the uh, like the brush and starts with his tail and starts brushing him, brushing himself, her scream is able to lift the house and shake it and shake the trees in the distance. How much power is Bulma hiding? I mean, to be fair, uh, in this world, that's not a particularly impressive trait. Because as we go through in the years, I can think of Oolong doing that. I can think of Master Roshi doing that. Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi does that. I think the bigger question is, where are the support beams for these goddamn houses? Why are they so easy to lift? Well, I mean, to be fair, one is a capsule. But yeah, the other one should be like struck, stuck into the ground. Yeah. And yet they're just flying all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> poor structural management in the dragon ball world jeez it's no wonder the buildings are always falling apart when somebody gets thrown through listen them. none of these things are up to code <laughs> none of, there's no way a house in a capsule is up to code by the way just gonna throw that one out there too yeah. no way that thing passes the housing code come on come on akiriyama see because we're best buddies throwback to the first episode <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you remembered the nickname for him because i could not <laughs> um yeah come on man get your shit together uh let's see here so we get another throwback to the first episode 
Goku always being hungry. Yeah, and that character trait has stuck with him for the next 40 years, and it will never get old, trust me. No, never. There's only so much food that one person could possibly eat. Again, guys, (laughs) again, fans of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, I'm going to apologize right now because, man, Goku's character has just worn me down over the years. Like, Goku's just the least likable character in Super, and it it still affects me going back to Dragon Ball, even though I do quite like Goku's character in Dragon Ball because it works in the more lighthearted world. Grinding, just grinding on me over the years. <laughs> no, that's fair. But so yeah, we uh, basically we hit the bath scene. I mean, other than Goku trying to return the favor and just walking in on a 16-year-old in the bath. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're not going to skip Bulma believing Goku when he says all men have tails. <laughs> You're not going to skip that. This is a 16-year-old woman who I assume at some point went through sex education. (laughs) And still, when Goku says all men have tails, she goes, you know, that could be true. He might not be lying to me. Maybe they just hide it in their pants. (laughs) No, 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 no. We're not going to let that pass. You're telling me 16-year-old horny as fuck Bulma has never once watched a porno? Nah. Nah, 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 I don't live in that world. Yeah, no, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Um, let's see, and then, yeah, we get mentioned that, uh, but, oh yeah, Grandpa Gohan didn't have one. Well, no shit. Most people don't have tails. It's just like that moment of, like, delusion where she comes back and snaps back. Into yeah, it. no, Go- Goku not understanding that is fair. He's only met one other person in his life, and it's his Grandpa Gohan. Yeah. If Go... And again, a little bit of a spoiler for something we're going to talk about later, but you're going to forget this conversation by the time we get there. Uh, Gohan's been teaching Goku how to use his tail for years, right? Gohan spent like a lot of their training trying to teach Goku how to properly use his tail and use it to his advantage. So Gohan wouldn't want Goku to think that his tail is weird. He would want him to think that it's a normal thing. So I can understand Gohan telling goku like yeah everybody's got tails i don't have one big a mind fell off when it was young and you know it just never grew back but yeah every, all guys have tails so i can understand that there's no way bulma should buy that from goku that easily he says it once he says yeah all men have tails and she goes oh i guess all men have tails then huh that's kind of weird I wonder why women don't have tails. But yeah, I've never seen a guy naked before, which is bullshit. Definitely has. (laughs) But yeah, I guess all men have tails. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, man, it was a simpler time back then. No, 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 it wasn't that simple. This was the 80s. This is the 80s. Okay, you know, sexual revolution, power to the people, man. That's this time. Child porn running rampant in anime. Child porn in anime was just everywhere. We have seen Goku's dick. Every episode so far. More often in this show than we have seen the actual Dragon Balls. Jesus, you're right. Goku's dick has been in more (laughs) scenes to this point than the Dragon Balls. Unless, hear me out, he's carrying two of them. I'm um, not amused. <laughs> Cut the child porn shit, Akiriyama. 
Like, let's <laughs> let's just get to let's just get to some story, please. <laughs> Speaking of some story, you ready to jump into some more pilaf filler? No. <laughs> okay, last episode, I was really kind to pilaf. I was like, maybe in the world of Dragon Ball, his character will be more palatable. No, no, it is not. <laughs> yeah, he's not great. Uh, he's. I, I mean, am, to be fair, he's very one-dimensional, as as is everybody in Dragon Ball right now. I am praying for the days of the Red Ribbon Army. I, I, I cannot wait for some General Blue. Are you kidding me? Like, get to the fucking end of Pilaf right goddamn now, and hopefully he... Ne- Let's just rewrite history so that he never comes back, ever. Yeah, he's not in Super, he's not in GT. It'll be great. Yeah, there's a pilaf scene. He farts. We're supposed to laugh. And then he almost kills Shu then he, for Then it. he ties up Shu and goes to chainsaw him in half like a fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, good little character trait for a villain. Will kill you if he farts. And you don't take the blame. Um, <laughs> actually, fun little history fact for you. For sure. Uh, so... This is interesting because I only know this because I wrote a paper on uh, the historical knowledge we have of the time of the Three Kingdoms for history class. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fun fact, you as a member of the lower class were expected to take the blame for a member of the upper class's bodily functions in ancient China. So, this is actually in line, because as we'll talk about in episode three, Pilaf's Chinese influences are very well-defined. So, this is actually kind of in line. Look at that. Kiriyama just fucking throwing in. Now, I doubt they would actually chainsaw you for it. (laughs) I think it was more like a sign of respect rather than it was like a law or anything like that. But I thought it was interesting because, because like I said, we mentioned his Chinese influences, and I'm like, ah, you know, that's uh, that's a very Chinese, that's very ancient Chinese uh, way of him looking at that. I don't think it was supposed to be that. I think it was a fart joke, and he just got away with it. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Nice, nice. Uh, let's see here. Speaking of Chinese influence, um, it's not really Chinese, but like on the in the food, you can see a little gaff there. There's a, like the the Japanese flag on a pilaf's like rice omelet or whatever the hell it is, and then it'll cut cut away and it'll cut back and then it changes to a star. Because <laughs> I mean, the world of Japan doesn't exist in Dragonfall, but it's a <laughs> but it, yeah, it's a nice little a nice little goof. But uh, and then Mai comes in says, "Hey, we found a Dragon Ball. We gotta go." And this 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 little uh, this little joke it, not not the fart joke this one didn't make me laugh but what Shu says he's freaking out he's like but I can't go I got obedience school because <laughs> <a> <laughs> Shu obedience school line was pretty good um I so I at this point in time I thought Mai was the best character in the show by the end of this episode she will lose that status but at this point the like straight-laced soldier of Mm. the group right like the one who's clearly more competent than the other two right uh at this point mai is a good character by the end of this episode she will lose that status 
Yeah, then she'll be a one of the three stooges. But now she yes. right now she seems like right now she should be the at, one in charge. At this point, she looks more competent than Pilaf and Shu. And I think that's I think that's a cool distinction, right? I, I think you that's a character you could have run with, mm-hmm. right? The 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 creative side in me shot out when I saw mine. I was like, nah, nah, nah. This should have been a thing of Pilaf trying to work her work himself up to my standards right and, and that's how you could have done a cool character with pilaf and mine and then shu can be your comic relief that's fine but there could have been a dynamic there between pilaf and mai where mai is like the obedient soldier but is also way more competent mm-hmm. and pilaf needs to kind of work but i guess to be fair that story only works if pilaf becomes a main character and nobody wants that so no Let's that would on. just be that'd be terrible um then yeah we get into yeah we get into goku getting food from bulma drinking bitter soup i.e coffee coffee not a coffee fan i'm with goku on this one fuck coffee like right it's just i don't like it no i'm with goku on this one fuck we're coffee. gonna lose a lot of we're gonna lose a lot of followers and a lot of listeners so i apologize but no nah, we're not coffee drinkers. i don't i don't apologize fuck coffee. <laughs> and then yeah goku just says you know what fuck it I'm not eating your bread and drinking your coffee. This is some bullshit. I'm going to get me some real food. And then, yeah, again, he's an idiot. Um, Because <laughs> he's like, oh my God, this bread is gross. Okay. A, put some damn butter on that or mm. stick it in a freaking toaster. You're good. That's going to be like the best thing you've ever eaten. But, and more importantly, he has the most beautiful bowl of ramen in front of them. The ramen they have in this scene, I gotta throw that out there. The ramen they have in this scene is the most delicious looking ramen I have ever seen in my life. I'm all over that ramen. Goku's like, now I'm gonna go eat a wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see, that ramen looks so good. I think Naruto would be jealous. Oh, Naruto was very jealous of that ramen. But nope, gotta go go eat a wolf. Ichiraku's looking at that ramen going, fuck, I need the recipe for that shit. I think that's where he got the recipe. Oh, maybe, maybe. (laughs) Delicious looking ramen. Goku's like, nah, I'm gonna go eat a centipede and a wolf. Right. (laughs) I don't know if Bulma can eat this whole... Bulma's so hungry, she can eat this whole centipede by herself. I gotta find more. To be fair. Okay, now, to be fair, the scale of that centipede right it sticks out of both sides of his hand right it's at least as long as his arm <coughs> that is a massive ass centipede that, i actually do have that written down here it's like <laughs> that centipede is massive <laughs> i want it i love bugs i'll throw that out there right now because this is going to come mm. up when bugs show up in the show i'm a huge bug person i love bugs I would love to see that centipede in real life. I need to know what that centipede looks like. Like, what is that? Is it poisonous? Is that like a, is the, are those things like scary? I need to know more about these centipedes because that thing is fucking massive. Also, only has 18 legs, not a centipede. I'm glad that you paused and counted. Thank you. I did. I, I so, so to be fair, I, I didn't pause and like actively count out all 18, but it only had nine legs on the one side nature assumes that they're balanced in order for it to move <laughs> properly so there's 18 fair, 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 fair. um well what it was was at first i was like i because I, I had to pause on the centipede because i realized yeah. how massive it was and then i was like things huge and there's not a ton of legs there 
So yeah, not a centipede. Uh, Who knows? Maybe in the Dragon Ball universe, a cent could like a cent, like a hundred, could be like eighteen. <laughs> so then, what? What's a millipede like? Whatever eighteen times ten is, <laughs> one hundred and eighty. <laughs> yeah. Moral of the story here is that centipede is wild. <laughs> <laughs> Centipede uh, was my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. So the Skull Valley wolf fight was actually pretty fun. Yes, uh, I do have that in here. That is m- probably my favorite scene of Dragon Ball to this point mm-hmm. is that fight with the wolves. Because of... So we kind of have an inkling of how strong Goku is at this point, right? Like, obviously, he, he one-shots the giant pterodactyl thing, but he does it with the power pole. In this scene, we get to see Goku hand-to-hand fight a group of wolves one-handed. without even trying. Yeah, he's, one-handed. Not, he's holding yeah. the centipede in one hand. He's holding the centipede in one hand. Well, he punches with the hand with the centipede in it, though, which would crush the centipede. But again, th- we have this crazy-ass massive centipede. Maybe it's exoskeleton. is pretty hard. Um, But so he's not even trying. He's chasing after the airplane, right? So I set up the, I'll set up the scene here. Uh, Mai and uh, Shu land there first because they think this is where the Dragon Ball is because they saw the lights and the lights turn out to be wolf eyes. Goku lands down there as they're surrounded by the wolves thinking the airplane is a bird Fuck. and wanting to eat the bird. So Mai and Shu are surrounded. There's I, We see at least 10, 15 wolves here. There's probably a lot more than that, but that's the about the amount we see. Mai and Shu use Goku's distraction opportunity when he hits the first couple of wolves to book it. So they get in the plane, they fly away. Goku sees this and goes, hey, wait, that's my bird. Now, really quickly, I'd like to clarify. He doesn't think this bird flew away. He thinks this is the kind of bird that people jump in and fly. Just throwing that out there because he actively says, wait, that's my bird. Anyways, yeah. yeah, it was really Goku, nice to see. Goku is now chasing after this airplane. The wolves are chasing him. He is running from these wolves as they run up beside him. He's just popping them in the face, like punching them, trying to catch up to the bird, not even paying attention, beating the crap out of all these wolves. This right here, this scene is how you show off how much stronger Goku is than everything else in this world, right? This is a pack of wolves. In our world, apex predators, top of the food chain. Mm -hmm. In the world of Dragon Ball, a pack of wolves cannot even be enough of a challenge to Goku to pay attention to them. It's an awesome way to show us a power scale without using needing to use things like power levels and stuff like that <laughs> goku goku is strong enough to without even breaking a sweat not even paying attention fight off a pack of wolves could you do that of course not he is <laughs> no. x amount stronger than you he is 20 wolves at least stronger than you because you cannot fight off one <laughs> i can't fight off negative five <laughs> <laughs> I love this scene for that reason. And these are the kind of things Dragon Ball should have focused on in the early episodes. Not as much focusing on what happens next. Frank, how does Goku 
react to this bird after he kicks it? Do you remember the line? Oh, no, I did not. No, I got nothing. Oh, no. This bird's skin is too hard. Oh, Jesus. Again, remember, at this point, he has been hit by a car. Shot. Has been explained to him. No, I don't care about the shooting. The car part's important here. He has been explained to him by Balma what a car and a motorcycle is. He knows of metalworking. How did he not equate? Gohan failed him. Gohan failed everybody. So the first time he runs into a car and thinks it's a monster, I'm okay with that because he's never seen a car before. Yeah. Right. He, He is confused by the concept of a car. By this point, he has seen a car and a motorcycle. So he needs to have knowledge of metalworking. The second he hits that plane, he should realize feels like the car. He really should. Speaking of him calling things like monsters and thinking that the ca- that, like the plane is a bird. When the house pops up, he thinks it's a monster. He lives in a house. No, again, I, I'll give Goku credit on this one. I'll give Goku the benefit of the doubt on this one. He heard an explosion and then a puff of smoke and then out of that puff of smoke where there was once nothing, there is now something massive that looks like a house. It's not out of the realm of possibility for Goku to believe that that house moved to that spot and therefore is is some kind of a mimic looking to eat them. Jeez, fucking everything's a mimic. Did he roll for perception? Did he check for traps? He did not roll for perception. Oh, he never does. That's why he thinks things no, are No, no, no. He tries sometimes, but like he's working with a minus five. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Um, <laughs> so my favorite part of the wolf scene. <laughs> that's my, that's my bird argument. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of the wolf, uh, wolf fight is something that they don't do a lot mid episode anymore or like in like these kind of things is when the fight first started, that shift where everything froze and it changed colors. And there was like that dramatic yes. tableau that they, that they don't do in like the middle of fights anymore. They, they, they tend to save it for like big moments at the end or like um, spoilers, but you're going to forget by the time we get there, or you've already seen it. Vegeta's final flash where he just kind of like final explosion. Sorry. Where he yeah. just kind of goes goodbye, Paul, goodbye trunks. And then it just freezes on him blowing up or um, Bardock in like a story of Bardock when he gets, that one's a little bit more living, but it's still that same kind no, of I know feeling. What you're saying. Yeah. I but just like the the shift in colors, the 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 still motion and everything, and the music still going on in the background. I thought that was phenomenal and a really nice touch. Very out of place, but I liked it. I will point out to that extent. Um, this is the first time in the show we have a major fight. Right, mm-hmm. him hitting the pterodactyl on the head with a stick doesn't count no not really this is the fight. first time <laughs> this is the first time he's going to throw hands right he this is a major fight so that is the point of importance the point of emphasis in this fight is that the fight is going to happen because once the fight starts it's over yeah. goku wins right so i think it's less to do with like setting the scene of the fight and more to do with that's the point of emphasis of the fight is mm-hmm. the start of it Right. In later fights, the point of emphasis isn't the start of the fight. 
because we learn quickly in Dragon Ball that fight, the fights escalate in a certain direction, right? It's not until this isn't even my final form when the fight needs to get serious. Yeah. Right? So I, I, I agree with you. I love the fact that it starts this fight, but I think it needs to start this fight because the start of this fight is the point of emphasis. Once the fight starts, it's, it's done, right? Mm-hmm. Like these wolves are never shown to be once competent yeah. to Goku that makes sense and then yeah we got a uh, so yeah after the the bird the bird's too tough he just he just leaves them to you know die wherever they are i'm assuming they he doesn't care they're a bird the people in the bird he they're a bird <laughs> it's a symbiotic organism of some kind i don't know i don't know but makes it back home then we get the uh the the scene from many a meme where <laughs> bulma's passed out on the bed because Goku's being forced to sleep on the floor. And he's like, you know what? There's tons of room on the bed. Pat, pat, pat. <laughs> Balma, like, they took your balls. It took two episodes to make a ball joke. Took them two episodes to make a balls joke. In Dragon I'm, Ball. <laughs> I, I'm very impressed with Akiriyama's uh, show of will to wait two episodes for a fart and balls joke. I think he saved it up because, you know, he continues to make one per episode going on for the most part in Dragon Ball. <laughs> the fact that he made it through the first episode is, is huge, but he had to throw it in this one. <laughs> but yeah, so he just like pats her right on the crotch, takes off her underwear because that's something that is all right to do. He's, listen, again, I'll, let me defend Goku here. 11 year old boy has never met a girl before is led to believe that everybody has tails and testicles. Fair enough. Bulma not having them would make him very inquisitive. And when he finds out that she doesn't have any, he screams. Well, yeah, he's worried. He thinks somebody stole her balls. Yep, which leads to a very fun misunderstanding. (laughs) Uh, It it is. uh, This is actually the best part of the episode. Yeah. (laughs) Bulma! Bulma, you have no balls! (laughs) you're having a bad dream <laughs> and then yeah then um yeah they, they wake up she takes forever as is Balma to get ready okay i'm gonna point out something right here goku took off her panties sure did she has not realized this yet remember that it's important Go on. So yeah, um, says that she's uh, taking very so slow, so slow that she's going to turn into a what was what is she going to turn into? A turtle. A turtle. A turtle. And uh, Goku goes outside to train, picks up, smashes a rock, and then what does he pick up next? Weird training regimen, right? Weird training regimen. Just go goes out, picks up rocks, smashes them, gives the hits the double buys, feeling good about himself. Boom. Uh, weird training regimen. Uh. Frank, you're a personal trainer. Yeah. Do you, would you recommend just picking up rocks and smashing them as a training regimen? For an 11-year-old? No. For anyone? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you are missing a lot of the core muscle groups by just you know, picking up rocks and smashing them. There's so many other things that he could be doing. He'd be doing squats and things to strengthen his leg, push-ups. He could do, like, presses with those rocks. Yeah. Like, I feel like the smashing it part 
doesn't really do much for the workout. It's that's just, just ego show, lifting. It's just a show of strength, <laughs> that's right? Just, like that's just his ego. That's for his ego. Yeah. He's Vegeta before Vegeta's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, the next thing he picks up is a turtle. It's Mr. Turtle, who for some reason is in the middle of like the plains. Well, he explains that. Yeah, I know, but how did he get lost that far? I so you gotta understand, right? Like if you're a turtle and you go the wrong direction, given how slow turtles are, it's pretty easy to get fucked. Uh, yeah, by the time you realize that you're by the time the you realize way. you're too late <laughs> and you're a hundred miles from shore. And your perception of reality has to be a little bit different, right? Because you've been walking for like a month. Surely to God, you're close to the other side. So I'll just keep going and get to the other side where the water is. I do enjoy the fact that he knows exactly how far away he is. I didn't think he did. I thought that Bulma needed to pull up the map. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know how far he is. Sorry. Yeah. Why am I saying you're right? My apologies. sorry i was just so just like i was distracted by the fact that like bulma's interaction with the turtle is a wine joke i want to see this map by the way just as an aside because bulma pulls out this map and goes ah you're about 200 miles away and that's fair right like if you know where you are on the map it'd be easy to judge this the start of the next episode she goes oh we're only about 50 miles away does it have a tracer on it is that like a gps map How, I mean, does, be... how is she keeping this accurate of a... Oh, yeah, no, we've traveled exactly 150 miles according to this map. That is, from what I can see, paper. I mean, true, but that is from what we can see, a house that has an infinite supply of water. Yes. See? Ha-ha. <laughs> so you're answering <laughs> your own questions. Suspension of disbelief. <laughs> Listen, if the house can have water, the map can be a GPS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, yeah, Goku wants to help the turtle, right? Because that's that's the right thing to do when Goku is... Goku is altruistic to a fault. That's yeah. what we learn quite early, is Goku's character is altruistic to a fault, whereas Bulma's character is selfish to a fault, which is yeah. why they work off of each other well enough. Very well. So, yeah, the uh, and then Bulma's like, we can't do this. We're on an adventure. We have to go. Fuck this turtle. He can turn around and walk the other way by himself. That's not my problem. Not my job. Not my prob. That's what she says. <laughs> not my not my cow. Not my shit. Exactly. But um, what isn't mentioned in the anime, but is actually mentioned in the manga, I thought was pretty, uh, pretty cool, is that Bulma's actually on summer vacation right now, which is why she's in a rush. She only has 30 days left to find the other four Dragon Balls, because at this point, they only have three. Which is also not true, right? Well, they have the twos. They have two of them plus Goku. No, 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 no. That's not the part that's not true. What, how Phineas and Ferb told us how many days of summer vacation there are. <laughs> she has a lot more than 30 days, thank well, like you. Some 500 and some, I think it is. Or... No, there's 104 days in summer vacation and school comes along to end it. <laughs> well they're they're not on our world we've already discovered that. the annual problem of our generation is finding a good way to spend it come on guys we has got plenty of time so much time so yeah but in the manga it's mentioned that she only has 30 days and that takes us into our next episode actually
yes, that's exactly where we end is they pick up the turtle. Uh, Goku decides to go help the turtle and it looks like they're going to go their separate ways. And then Bulma realizes, oh yeah, there's a fucking T-Rex there. It's going to kill me. <laughs> I do love that shot, okay? I will give credit to episode two because when we wrap up episode two, I'll explain why I hate this episode so much. But she's like, yeah, I can go by myself. No big deal. And then just out of nowhere, fucking Godzilla comes walking by beside her. This giant T-Rex walks by and she looks at it and goes, nope, I'm going to go catch up with them. <laughs> Packs up her house, drives. Hey, wait for me. <laughs> doesn't take the chance to get dressed. So she's just wearing like, like, a, like a nightie. Yes. Now, okay. <laughs> this is important. Now, remember. She still doesn't have on her underwear. She's outside right now, driving on a motorcycle. Probably like at least 80 miles an hour. Have you ever stuck your head out a car window before? Or your hand. Or your hand, whatever. Have you ever done it, Frank? Yes. I mean, what's like, first you... Thing you, what's the first thing you notice? <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, it's drafty. It, it, you, you feel that wind hitting you, right? <laughs> yeah. Remember this. It's important. <laughs> We wouldn't stress it if it wasn't. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're going. And that brings us into episode three, Nimbus. First, you want to do a quick recap of episode two? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For episode sure. two sucks. Don't watch it. You can legitimately, <laughs> unironically, skip past episode two and fill in everything you need to know about episode two. You will start episode three seeing Goku carrying Mr. Turtle and go, oh, they need he to picked get up a turtle. turtle back to sea. Yeah. That's the whole, that's the most, that's the only important thing you get from this episode. The wolf fight scene, him running into Shu and Mai doesn't matter. None of this matters until the last 30 seconds of this episode. Don't watch it. Skip episode two. <laughs> if you, if you, some reason have stumbled across this podcast and gone, I'll rewatch Dragon Ball with or just skip episode two. Uh, go well, I mean, right to be fair, two. to be fair, they don't need to watch it now. Yeah, uh, you, you, we have You're given welcome. you everything you need to know. You're welcome. Oh, and Bulma doesn't have on panties. You need to know that. That is also important and somehow not by choice. Somehow that's the most important part of this episode is Bulma does not have on panties. Uh, yeah, episode two sucks. Yeah, uh, not the greatest. I will say this straight face episode two of dragon ball is my least favorite episode i have seen of the entire franchise so far <sighs> every episode of gt is better than this every episode of super is better than this every episode of z is better than this yes even the garlic jr saga yes even the shitty exploring space in gt saga yes even the shitty future trunk saga in super Every single episode is better than episode two. Strong words. And on to our next episode. <laughs> episode three, Cloud of Nimbus. No, Nimbus, Cloud of Roshi. I know words. I can read. You got it. Ha. Uh, and besides, you don't have to watch episode three <laughs> because they literally recap it at the beginning of episode three. Yep, yep. So yeah, there the you go. The 40 second recap at the start of episode three tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. So yeah, we jump into uh, our, another fight right off the bat. We... And the best one of the series so far. Better than the wolf fight. Yeah. Because we get to see more of what Goku can 
do against somebody that's actually a threat. Yes, the wolves are never portrayed as a threat. This bear thing pulls out a sword that's the size of Goku, and right away it's like, holy shit, this is a problem. Yeah. And then, you know, but Goku is so like, oh, like so strong that he's like pulling some ultra instinct bullshit out of here at like power level five. He's like a farmer. He's ready to go. <laughs> he is definitely stronger than that farmer. <laughs> but yeah, um, just dodging that blade. Like it's nobody's business. Like he's just going real nice and slow, hops on the blade. And then Goku becomes one punch man. Saitama, eat your heart out. Boom. Just one, two, one. three, bam, right between the eyes. One punch. And he down. falls. Down goes blood the everywhere. Bandit. Back when they weren't afraid to show blood on TV. It's calling you out super. Some bullshit. <laughs> I mean, they have a little bit of they do the thing where they 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 wipe their face and there's like a little trickle of blood there. Yes, yeah, like the three times they do it in the 139 yeah. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, the scaling for that bear changes from scene to scene and it throws me i don't think they cared enough about the bear to care about that you know that's entirely <laughs> fair but it just it throws me it's like ah <laughs> first first he's up to his knee now he's barely bigger than his shoe now he can fit on his nose i'm just like what the fuck is going on <laughs> um so yeah he beats the bear and they get to the beach and bulma meets ultimate enemy right away Bulma's character arc is going to culminate in this enemy do you know what I'm talking about Frank uh, let's see here so she makes it to the beach what's the first thing we see on the beach <laughs> the crabs crabs <laughs> Bulma meets her ultimate I have her in here Bulma meets her, a first look at Bulma's ultimate enemy, the crabs. <laughs> so, for those Again, of you who don't those, know, for those of you who don't know, in the Namek in the Namek saga, there's a random filler episode where Bulma fights a bunch of crabs in a Doctor Bilo suit. It's very it's, cool. It's amazing. Just <laughs> it's, think, just think underwater alien, <laughs> but more badass. It's giant crabs. Very good at crab people. Like fights him in a Dr. Wheelow suit. Very cool. It's this phenomenal. And I can't first wait for that time episode. running into her ultimate enemy, the crabs. I am legit so excited for that episode. <laughs> Unironically, Dragon Ball Z filler might be the best filler in anime. It is. Dragon Ball Unless Z. Unless it's Pilaf. Then it's just like, this is the worst. Pilaf was an NZ. Oh, yeah, he's not. Sorry, I just heard Dragon Ball. Pilaf's not in Z. Dragon Ball Z filler. You like, you get the car episode where they're driving cars. Get an episode where Bulma fights a bunch of crabs underwater. Like, fun. They just just didn't give a shit. Dragon Ball Z filler was different, man. (laughs) You know, I'm going to throw this out right here, right now. Those get their own episode. Oh, 100%. 100%. (laughs) Bulma versus crabs? Are you kidding me? We're not lumping that in with something else. No. It's gonna be We're great. playing crab plosion in the background while we do it. It's gonna be the it's gonna be the best. Um, but yeah, so uh, interesting thing that we uh, that we should uh, talk about is why like Goku like uh, the bear <coughs> talks about wanting to eat Mister Turtle. Yes, Goku says. So yes. he says you're tasty, and then the turtle Mister Turtle freaks the out because he's like, no, no, I'm poison, I'm poisonous. You don't want to eat me. That's a very poor Mister Turtle impression. I'm sorry, Chris. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> so we talked about this before we started recording this. Me, me and Frank went over our notes and we kind of talked about this. And uh, I have it written down here that I think it's really interesting the way they differentiate talking animals from non-talking animals. And it's, it, it is a very important distinction. Because remember, the first enemy we see Goku fight is a pack of wolves. And he eats a wolf. No issue with it. No issue with eating the wolf. The bear talks about eating the turtle. And the turtle says, oh, I'm poisonous. And Goku right away says, I like, is like grossed out by the thought of eating the turtle. Not because, and, and this is, I could be wrong about this, but I don't think Goku ever believes this turtle is poisonous. But Goku also never takes a thought to eating the bear, which I find interesting because he ate the wolves, no problem. Yeah. The hierarchy, there's a hierarchy of animals in this show. And talking animals seem to be at least on par with humans as far as... Can I eat them? Yeah, as far as accept, moral acceptability of eating them. Yeah. Right? And it, it, it does bring up an interesting idea of, like, what is the actual food chain in this world? Are talking animals a touch above regular animals of the same type? Is mayor emperor king dog higher on the food chain than regular dog like it's a very fascinating moral complexity in this show that they really need to balance because i cannot think of a time where goku eats a talking animal frank mentioned the fish when we I were did, talking episode about this one when we were talking about this beforehand and in episode one, he mentioned the fish. In the manga, the fish talks. But I think it's very important to the anime that the fish does not talk. It is, because then it would change the entire it, structure that Goku would be willing to kill and maim people, like sentient some, beings. Sent, something sentient, yeah. right? Something that is at least on his level in the food chain, yeah. right? Probably we, superior to him in intellect, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, we have this interesting idea in the dragon ball universe of the moral hierarchy of eating right and honestly we have it in regular society too cannibalism is very highly frowned upon despite the fact that we have no problem eating pigs and cows yeah right uh so the fact that very early in this show they seem to set a moral compass of these talking animals are sentient they they have a higher thought process beyond the lower animals on this and therefore i sentient's not the right word because the lower yeah. animals are sentient as well but they have a higher thought process yeah right? they've developed higher thought processes they've developed language uh making them higher on the food chain and therefore morally unacceptable to eat i think it's fascinating and I'm glad that they cut out the fish talking. No, it does make sense, especially that they did. Um, now, just in the sake of time, because we've been going for a surprisingly long amount of time already, about, <laughs> about an hour already. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna move on. 
Um, we come back to some more filler. I mean, I guess this at this point, it's character building so that we get to know more of Emperor Pilaf and who he is to see that he's in, actually in charge of like this nation of people. Like there are thousands of people in this crowd that he's parting on his, and, on his horse. And this scene is where it's abundantly clear that this is a journey to the East take and Emperor Pilaf is just Chinese. <laughs> yep. yep. Right? Very nice and clear. And it's journey to the West. Journey to the West. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and Emperor Pilaf is just Chinese because this scene him being the way that the people look up to him, the way that he's dressed, the way that his people are dressed, this is obviously supposed to be mainland China, right? Like yeah. no, no, no hiding it, no, no subtle entourage. This is mainland China in the Dragon Ball universe, um, which I find very interesting. But again, it 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 plays with the whole journey to the West theme. Yeah, uh, let's see. So yeah, then see so yeah, once he passes through. Shu and Mai come barging in. Hey, 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 we failed. This is terrible. He gets a call on his nice little robotic phone. We found another Dragon Ball. Let's go. We're going to go. Hold on, because there's one piece of peel-off idiocy I need to talk about. Oh, 100%. Go ahead. Shu and Mai come in. They say, no, didn't find. There was no Dragon Ball there. It was just wolves. And Pilaf's immediate response to that is, yeah, but did you get the Dragon Ball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's yeah. and we have one character in the show whose character trait isn't I'm fucking stupid one that's all I want one and I think we get him a little bit later we'll talk about that yeah but we do get a little bit of sass in this episode and I, I love it. I'm, I'm living for it like these there are two parts of set like absolute sass that I love um, when the three of them Shumai and Pilaf charge and they fly on on their little plane and it's cramped it's like uh shu is very sassy he's like yeah it's because there's one person that isn't supposed to be in here it's like what'd you say i mean loud and clear just the fact that he doesn't have a spine like a backbone to actually say it to his emperor i mean to be fair that's fair he was about to get killed by a he chainsaw was about to get chainsawed in half yeah. in the last episode but just the fact that he was able to say it living for it good job shu power to you um <laughs> and then the next time the, the next bit of sass here is when we jump back to uh Bulma and Goku while they're waiting for the turtle because they finally got him to the beach and he's just like I'm gonna go get you I'll be right back peace don't bring me a shell <laughs> uh Bulma saying ah so relaxing at the beach I love it it's like I'm so relaxed at the beach and Goku says yeah you're not talking as much great great piece of sass really quickly Bulma is sitting in the sand. Remember, she still does not have <laughs> panties on. Remember this. And then who do we see off in the distance? After we're done remembering Bulma doesn't have panties, we Master see Roshi. Master Roshi, the turtle hermit himself, the OG bearded motherfucker. Love Aww, him. Great to see Master Roshi in the show. Yep. And at this point, we have no idea who he is, but Mr. Turtle trusts him, so we trust him already. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's a great way to introduce Roshi, right? Like, we, you're 100% right. We see Mr. Turtle. We know Mr. Turtle's a good character. We trust Mr. Turtle. Turtle brings Roshi over, boom. Instantly, we trust Roshi. We have no reason to be apprehensive to him. And you know what? Roshi is a benevolent man. He says, you know what? You've helped my turtle. You helped my friend, Mr. Turtle. I will give you a present. Was it? Which one helped you? Who is the boy? It's like, all right, come magic carpet. 
oh, he's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Love that line. Nuts. Love love that line, by the way. Bulma's casual. Oh, he's nuts. <laughs> Great. It's fantastic. Bulma's then, best line of the show so far. So good. So, okay. And then uh, we get introduced to uh, probably one of the, one of the nip, like, my personal favorite uh, item that Goku has through Dragon Ball. Uh, like Power Pole is phenomenal, a great item, has so many uses, but my personal favorite is always going to be Flying Nimbus. I think there is a better item to his wardrobe that he gets. Um, that becomes really overplayed after a while, but I love the weighted oh. training clothes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yes. That love plays... Once it uh, once that affects once that starts in the uh, the training montage, it it pretty much is a thing until the uh, fight with Raditz, yeah, and then it pretty be- much until Frieza. It's oh no, I guess Ko Ken kind of ruins it, right? Yeah, because I mean, once Ko Ken's he... the power up that makes weighted training clothes kind of useless. Yeah, but cause... what I mean is like Piccolo still uses the weighting training clothes well into the fight with Frieza. Hmm. Okay, so for Goku, the way to for training Goku, clothes... For Goku, K.O. Ken ends it. Yeah. But for Piccolo, I don't think the weighted training clothes really run out their course until after he fuses with Kami again. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, anyways, Nimbus, fantastic. Love Nimbus. You get to see Goku just like ripping around on that thing. But Very the, uh, cool the... additions to, go- to Goku's, I need this until I become more powerful. Right. So. And I love the little caveat for Nimbus that Roshi was just like totally fine to give it away is because only the pure of heart can ride it. He can't, he can't ride it. He, he can't that. ride it. Like, and if, and if Goku couldn't ride it, then you know what? I gave you something too bad. I don't have to give you anything else now. Yeah. Because that was going to be his whole thing. Here you go. If you can Although, ride it, it's yours. We'll talk about this in a second. I think Roshi knew Goku would be able to fly it. Oh, hundred percent. He would. Um, but yeah, he, he hops, he goes to hop on. He's like, let me show you how it's done. Ah! And then he hops off and eats shit. love it (laughs) so then yeah goku just hops his first instinct is to eat it because he's always hungry it's a great character trait never gonna get old (laughs) never uh but yeah can i eat it no you can't eat it you're right it you daft bastard (laughs) so yeah then he rides it he rips And then we get into uh, Master Roshi's favorite part of the episode. Pedophilia. Pedophilia. And Bulma being very, like, gimme. Gimme stuff. I totally helped this turtle. You've got to give me things. Turtle's like, I got nothing. And then Roshi, who we don't know at this point is, like, 300. But he's, like, judging years old. Yeah, he's well, 300. We at least know he's very old. Judging by the fact that he's hunched over, has a, a cane, like, long gray beard, no hair on the head. He's very old. He's an old man, and he's asking this like 16-year-old. He doesn't know he's six, she's 16, but a very young woman. She, she looks like she's 12. Yeah. So let's just go. Let's, let's just go with the fact that hopefully he knows she's at least 16. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say he knows. Just for you know, some semblance. Slightly better. Not much. <laughs> but he's like, I'll give you something. And uh, if you if you let me see your underwear, her. okay. Now she has gotten her hair done. She's gone outside. 
She's rode a motorcycle. She has sat in sand. Remember all these things. Because what does she do? In the most dramatic fashion. She lifts up her dress. Of course I'll show you my panties. She is not wearing pants. How does she not know this? Don't know. But Master Roshi does that wonderful thing that's in uh, animes and mangas. Uh, Nosebleed. Bloody nose. I don't get that. (laughs) I don't get the bloody nose thing. I don't get... I don't get it. I don't get... Like, what, you get stimulated so much that all the blood rushes to your head? No, wrong head. <laughs> Ayo. I mean, probably because they can't show the blood going somewhere else. So they say, I, that. I mean, I guess maybe it's an innuendo thing. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's Japan all the blood is an odd rushing place. To your head. Ay- but yeah. So yeah, so she flashes uh, Master Roshi and Mr. Turtle for like a good 10 seconds. And then she just keeps doing it. And then, yeah, it goes down. It's like, uh, can I have the... Dr- I-, I want that Dragon Ball. And then she's really excited about the Dragon Ball. Master Roshi's like, I don't know what this is. So, yeah, go ahead. I didn't say you could have it. And then, yeah, flashes him like five more times. Just going to town. Um, okay. So, this is where I want to talk about a little something with Master Roshi. It's going to go into a little bit of future knowledge and spoiler. So, Master Roshi seemingly gives Goku the drag the Nimbus under the impression that like, yeah, if you can fly it, you can have it. Cause I can't. And seemingly gives Bulma the dragon ball under the guise of, I don't know what these things are. Now what's important to note is we in the, f- we future folk who have seen all of dragon ball Z and everything know damn well, he knows who Goku is because he trained grandpa Gohan. And we know damn well he knows how the Dragon Balls work because he gave Grandpa Gohan his Dragon Ball. This interaction right here is the best piece of character building they've done so far. Mm. Master Roshi can't tell Goku that he trained Gohan yet because he doesn't think Goku's ready to be trained by Master Roshi yet, right? Goku's got to go through the due process. Right. And then obviously when they start the training, you got to go through more of a due process, but he, what he's doing here is he's observing Goku. He's seeing like, is he ready? Can I take him on? Cause he knows he wants to train Goku because he knew Gohan. This right here is a very, very, very good introduction to Roshi. Cause if you watch this show isolated from everything else, it's shocking to believe Roshi will become a regular character. Because he doesn't, he's very weird in this episode and doesn't do much. But what he's doing is continuing Goku on the path he needs him to go on in order to get to the point where he can train him as a martial artist. It's a great little piece of story building here, Fairoshi, because he knows everything he's doing here. He's helping Goku along his path, knowing full well that Goku's path leads him to training with Roshi. It's a brilliant little piece of storytelling that if you know it's happening is fantastic and if you don't know it's happening is unassuming enough that it will happen in the background and you might not even remember it when roshi comes back around very true it is it's it's very nice it's very touching that uh master roshi was like gohan's teacher and then gohan taught goku and then eventually goku comes and learns under master roshi under directly roshi. yeah it's a full circle kind of thing it's it's lovely and then eventually watching goku surpass roshi right and it's it's just a lovely little thing that Ro- yeah. Roshi is able to push and like give to Goku this little yeah. this little starting up gift. 
yeah and as like a as a nice here you go like i said it it it's one of those things where if you're i i think when me and frank were talking before the stream even he he kind of brought up like how does roshi not know about the dragon balls and that's when i was kind of like no 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 does know about the dragon balls it's it's so subtle right like it's incredibly subtle how clever this is this is easily the best piece of writing toriyama's done mm-hmm. to this point in the show because we know again future us knows knows everything about the dragon balls and we know that roshi knows everything about the dragon balls and everything about goku so roshi helping goku without really telling goku he's helping goku because he's not ready for goku to know that yet is this is such a clever way to introduce roshi into goku's life i I love it um but yeah so then bulma gets the good dragon ball they then travel again (coughs) a hundred miles back still no underwear still doesn't have panties on remember Um, this (laughs) And then, yeah, they, they make it back to the house. Bulma goes inside to, you know, go get ready so that they can continue on with their journey to go find, you know, the, the other, because they have four now, the other three Dragon Balls. What does Bulma what? find on the ground? Her panties. Again, what does she realize at this point? That she flashed Master Roshi so many times, but naked. She gave away her innocence to an old man. Remember. This woman wants a boyfriend. She can't get married now. I don't know why. <laughs> she clearly has no sensation below her waist. <laughs> so yeah, then she shoots Goku. <laughs> and, and to be fair, so again, another thing that me and Frank brought up before the stream, because Frank was like, oh, he tried to kill her again. No, 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 no. This is actually a little clever piece of writing. She knows damn well that gun's not going to kill Goku. She shot him before. She knows it will hurt. She knows she can't punch him and hurt him, but she can shoot him and hurt him without killing him. Because, yeah, he's going to be fine. He's going to be a little worse for wear. He's going to be in the pain, but he's not going to die. He's not even going to have a hole in him. It's just going to be his clothes. Yeah, she, she's going to, you know, it, it'd be no different than her walking up and, like, slapping him if he could feel that, right? Like, this is yeah. that equivalent. He's going to, there's going to be a few holes in his clothes. He's going to have a few red marks on him. He's going to be hurt. That's the point. (laughs) This is, this I'm fine with. This act of shooting him, I'm fine with because she knows she has knowledge now. Let's see here. Yeah. Then we, uh, after, after that little fun interaction, we cut back over to uh, Pilaf and the gang on Kame Island while Master Roshi's away. We see a nifty little thing that I don't think, I can't remember if it's brought up again. If it is, Cool. If not, no harm, no foul. But uh, Emperor Pilaf has a universal key to try to unlock the door. Yeah. Uh, when I first saw this key, I was like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Why don't we have that? And then immediately in my head, I was like, no, that is a bad invention. I'm very glad we don't have that. Universal key, cool in concept, not so cool in real life practice. Well, for what it's worth, it doesn't work and they have to crawl through the open window. No, it does work. <laughs> <laughs> the implication here is that this door was locked was unlocked ah. and he has locked it <laughs> i like that i didn't catch that i just know that I, he was struggling with it so i assumed it didn't key, work and then turns, the other two the the keyhole turns to the right which would ah. imply lock it's all coming together now 
by the way, he he locks this thing and then tries to pull out the door and it doesn't work and doesn't think, oh, maybe it was unlocked and I just locked it. Maybe I should unlock it. No, his thought process is I keep pulling at it. It's going to open eventually. Right. And then, yeah, they make fun of him by just saying we can just come in through the open window. So they wreck his house and then we see a random crocodile just fucking chilling. Yeah, the coolest person in this episode, man. Right? Just boom. Gex is just chilling on the beach. Right. We'll see him a couple more times, but he is just known as either crocodile or alligator. It's never actually mentioned which one he is. He's just there. He's a cool I'm... little side character. You'll see him two more times. If you can find him, let us know. <laughs> Put a comment down there. We'll find it. <laughs> if you know the two ep- two episodes we're talking about, good on you, mate. Uh, <laughs> and then they're just you. they're just so mean to Roshi when he shows up. They started out not mean to him, right? Like they just asked him, "Hey, where's the Dragon Ball?" And he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And then Uh, they get pissed off. uh, Mai and Shu aren't mean to him, but Emperor Pilaf is like, "Give me the Dragon Ball." Emperor Pilaf sucks. Yeah, he's a terrible human. Well, he's not a human. He's a terrible whatever he is. He's a terrible blue thing. (laughs) But then eventually, he's like, "Yeah, I just gave it to the woman on the beach over there on the shore." Because I'm an old man. And then again, so th- this next part is important to prove my point. If Roshi has no skin in this game, when they say, help us push our ship, he probably just does it to get them off the beach. What does he do instead? Pokes a hole in the ship. Why? It's because funny. he is trying to help Goku and Bulma along their way without actively telling them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pokes a hole in their uh, airplane that transforms into a boat. I love this world and their technology. Just throwing that out there. I mean, it's a it's a common trope though. Like right. it's a more common trope than you'd think. Like for some reason, for us in our heads, the peak of futuristic technology is flying cars and uh, motor vehicles that turn into boats. I'm living for it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, pokes a hole in their boat, pushes them off to sea. And they're, they're off. And then we jump back to Bulma, who is complaining that Goku is going too fast and that they should just ride the Nimbus together. What happens when Bulma tries to... Uh... Or she falls through. She just flashed a 16... Uh, she just flashed like a 90-year-old dude. <laughs> yeah, she eats shit. <laughs> she, was but... horning, she was horning over the friggin' people on the screen and just shot Goku with a gun. <laughs> not She's the, so not the time where she knew that it wasn't going to kill him. The time where she didn't know it wasn't going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> but she's so pure. But then she gets so mad that like, she doesn't want to admit that she knows that she couldn't ride it in the first place. Of course, she's a 16-year-old girl. Right? Who wants... Well, to be fair, when I was she's 16, I didn't want to, I didn't want to admit I was wrong anyway. Strong, Exactly. She doesn't <laughs> want to admit she's wrong. <laughs> so yeah, she just, she's like mad about her clothes being dirty. And then she complains to Goku that... He's going so fast and he needs to slow down. Like your speed is ridiculous. Slow down. <laughs> and they, you know, they drive off into the episode and uh, Pilaf and his gang sink to death. I mean, sure. We don't see the bodies, but we have that little, uh, his little hat float up. That's got to mean he's gone. Right. Find out next time. God, in Dragon Ball. Hope. We can only hope. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's pretty much the end of the episode. Um, this is a fun little tidbit. I well, not for you, Brian, because I know you don't like a Raleigh, but in the epi- in like this episode and the last episode, there are two different pictures of Raleigh in the same spot in the house, no. right beside the door. Not fun. 
I know it's not a fun fact for you. Not fun. <laughs> and um, another one little thing here is at a uh, 523, you can see the uh, character that Akira Toriyama uses to represent himself as the editor in the manga or the Tori bot. Huh. It's hanging in the tree. Huh. Fun little facts there. That one's that one is interesting. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll quickly do a nice little recap of episode three. Ryan, what do you got? Much better than episode two. Uh, much, much better than episode two. Still not great. Still not a great episode. We're still, we're still in the early stages of the show. So unfortunately, a lot of the things we got to do is like flesh out the world, start to introduce our cast, give us a, give us something that we're fighting against, yada, yada, yada. Uh, which means that a lot of these early episodes aren't going to be the greatest in the world, but much better than episode two. At least things get accomplished here. We get introduced to Roshi, who again, Watching this episode isolated doesn't seem like much, but obviously we know is going to be really important. Uh, we get to see Goku get Nimbus, which is, again, a really important part to Goku's growth. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a fun episode, right? Uh, nothing spectacular, but uh, not bad. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. Um <laughs> It was, it was, I found it was a lot more fun. Um, I found it was, it was paced a lot better than episode yes. two. Yes. Um, it hit its story points in when it needed to hit its story points versus episode two was very, here's our points. Here's the rest of the episode. <laughs> here's the one thing you need to know. And now we got filler for the next like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the episode. I loved inter- getting introduced to Master Roshi. Um, just again, with the future knowledge of watching the rest of this show and Z and Super and GT, just knowing who Ra- Roshi becomes and all he does for the gang, right? And the Z fighters. Uh, I just, I don't know, man. I love Roshi. If I love you can the subtlety look... of Roshi in this episode. Yeah. In, in the fact that, like I said, we know Roshi is intentionally helping Goku here. Yeah. Like we uh, know it now. Right, but they never they never make it obvious in this episode, which I like. Right, I like the fact that they're they're holding their cards a little bit close to their chest here about which characters are important. Um, because Roshi and Mister Turtle, spoiler alert, are gonna be in every series of Dragon Ball after this. <laughs> Z, GT, Super, they are in all of them. Um. But here, he keep, we keep the cards a little bit close to the chest. Roshi sinks their ship. Why? Was he upset with them for yelling at him? That's very realistic. Gives um, Bulma the Dragon Ball. Probably because he flashed, flashed him a bunch, right? He gives Goku Nimbus because he can't fly it anyways. And, he, you know, he, he these people were nice to his turtle. He's doing something in return, right? These are all things that without knowledge of the character Roshi will become, can just be completely passed off as something that makes complete sense for this weird old man. Yeah. Right. But with knowledge of what Roshi will become now, all of a sudden these all become little ways that Roshi has helped Goku on his journey. And again, as I mentioned, I think Roshi in his head knows that this is a journey that leads back to him training Goku the way he trained Gohan. And that'll be really nice to see and get to see their interaction grow and, get to see Goku become stronger and it's going to be, it's going to be phenomenal. And then um, I think after like when Goku, now I'm going to backtrack here. I'm really excited for who we meet when Goku inevitably trains with Roshi. 
Yes. Like, I'm just going to throw that out there. That's, I love that. I love that guy. He's phenomenal. For those of you who know, good on you. For those of you who don't, keep watching the episodes with us and you'll find out soon enough. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much all we got for today. So yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, if you guys like it, make sure to leave us a review. Give us a, give us that five stars. We love them five stars. I love star. We love the five star ball. It's our favorite right. Dragon ball. Right. I know. I know Grandpa Gohan is number four, but best is, uh, you know what? is number five. Four, we're fine with four star <laughs> balls too. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. 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 Um, Honest feedback is good feedback. Yeah, just let us know. And uh, yeah, if you want to see more of us, we will be recording this every Sunday, uploading it to Best of Buddies Talk here on Spotify. We're looking to get into Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts, we're going for it. To upload that on Wednesday, probably Wednesday night. So you'll see it late Wednesday or early Thursday morning, depending on where you are. Um, where else can people find you, Craig? Ryan? Well, they can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig Christ seven and on YouTube. If you look up Craig Christ, uh, if you look up CC seven stream, you'll find me there. Perfect. And yeah, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash Frank, the tank Keller. I don't have a YouTube yet. I'm working on it, but also what we have here and have here uh, on the works is actually a bestest buddies gaming YouTube, uh, which we will be uploading all of our playthroughs of Let's see. We did what pummel party yesterday. Pummel party yesterday. We are uh, we're looking to get into a more longer term thing. Hopefully, starting this week, we're gonna do some we're gonna do some testing later this week to see if we can get it to work. But yeah, it'll be good. Uh, so you can watch either of us on Twitch hmm. or both <laughs> on Saturday nights around oh, eight p.m. MST. Uh, it'll be good. But we look forward to seeing you guys next week. And yeah, thanks for tuning in and have yourself a wonderful night. Deuce.